If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Welcome back to Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. I'm very excited to get into what I want to get into today. But first and foremost, a couple life updates. And by life updates, I mean I am so fucking tired from this time change, you guys. I actually slept. So today is Monday that I'm recording this. I slept all day yesterday. Like the time changed. I woke up and I like I napped twice and they were like long, hard naps. So if you are also absolutely ruined by this time change, you're not alone. I feel insane. Secondly, um, I just had to get this off my chest. No, not off my chest, but out there. This is not a book podcast, but I read such a great book that I needed to recommend it to you guys. It's every summer after. Thank you to my friend Samantha who recommended it to me. And then when I posted on my Instagram, so many people responded and were like, that's the best book. That's the best book. And um, you weren't wrong. It's Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. I mean, I read it in a week, which I've been really busy lately. So that's shocking. I don't even want to tell you much about the plot, but all I can tell you is like, if you have a vacation coming up, if you're, if you want like a beach read, if you just need a light read that isn't, I wouldn't say it's light in the sense that like the entire topics covered are light, but it's an easy read. It's a little romantic. There's some like a couple of spicy moments, which is, um, I always feel funny recommending books that have like random, very intense sex scenes in them because that's not why I read the book, but uh, just a fair warning there if that is something you don't love. But it's such, it's such a good story. I want everyone to tag me in it when they read it, like post it on Instagram and tag me in it because you will not be disappointed, okay? Or I hope you're not anyway. Um, I also was thinking today that I wanted to do a check-in on those of you who chose words for the year. I mean, here we are. It's March. I don't even know. March 14th. So we're like two and a half months into the year. Have you been living your word of the year? I don't think I've been living it as much as I would like to. I'm still having so much fun and I'm still like actively choosing fun. But I also think I got a little tired (laughs) And so I didn't want to keep celebrating everything. Um, So I am setting this as a reminder to celebrate. And I that's very easy for me to remind myself to do because I do have um, uh, my birthday coming up. My 30th is 15 days away now. And I I know I touched on it last week that I kind of I'm having feelings about it. I, I haven't I haven't figured out exactly how I feel about it. I think I feel weird about it in the sense of my romantic life and the things I want for my future in my personal life. But I feel so good about being 30 with like where I'm at with my friends and my family and where I'm at with my career. I still feel, I would say I could be doing a little more, but I'm not beating myself up over that one. So I'm getting ready to just celebrate the heck out of 30 and not be so hard on myself. And I hope you guys are living up to your words as well. I'd love to hear if you really feel like you have channeled your word so far this year. I would love if you would DM me. It's at Erica Shea with three A's and just tell me what's been happening, what your word was, how you've been living it. And um, yeah, like how you keep yourself on track with that, I guess. I would love to hear it. But my word, celebrate. I need to celebrate a little more. And I promise there's going to be so much celebration. I am... Okay, I say like, oh, I'm a little like hesitant on 30, but I'm also so fucking excited for my birthday this year, you guys. I, 
It's such an, I have an interesting relationship with my birthday. And this is not what the podcast is about, by the way, but I have a very interesting relationship with my birthday. I love my birthday. I love going big. I love doing things for it. I hate asking other people to celebrate it. And so I get kind of funky about like planning birthday things because I'm like, you know, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not comfortable for me to ask people to like spend any money on me or do anything big for me. So, um, but I have the most fun birthday weekend coming up. It's not this coming weekend. It's the one after I rented a boat. A bunch of my friends are coming in from out of town. My sister and her fiance are coming in. Um, it's going to be insane. We're dressing to a theme. It's going to be completely nuts. And uh, so if you're in San Diego in a couple weeks and you just see some people acting completely insane, that's probably me and my friends. So join us or buy me a drink. Um, today I did want to talk about social media though. And it's funny because I just said like, oh, we're dressing to a theme because I wanted to share the theme on Instagram. Like, uh, see, this is the problem with social media, guys. Um, I only want to talk about social media because I had this revelation that in the same way that I believe that texting ruined dating, I think that social media a little bit ruined our flow of life and kind of the ability to just roll with it. And here's why. I'm going to go through the cons of social media and like the big reasons I think that social media has ruined going with the flow. And that is, there's a lot of them here, but let's start with, I think it amplifies the passing of time. It feels like every time you log on to Instagram or you log on to whatever, even like TikTok, TikTok is a little different for me. I love TikTok. But every time you log on to a new social media site, someone's announcing an engagement, someone's announcing a job change, someone's graduating from college, someone's getting married, someone's buying a house, someone's having a baby, someone's getting a new pet, someone's on a wild vacation that you feel like you could never go on. And I love those things. And being the word being celebrate this year, I mean, let's celebrate them. And I love celebrating people. And I love, like, I love sharing life moments for me as well. But there's two pieces to this. First of all, I think that it it makes the passing of time feel really, really forced and like much more serious in a way than it is. Like if I'm logging on to Instagram every day and just seeing five more people get engaged, like it feels like I'm being told by the world. And I know this isn't true. I understand that this is something I need to work through, but it feels like I'm being told by the world, like, Hey, you're behind. Cause you aren't. Um, when I see people younger than me from like my sorority and stuff, having babies or on their second baby, I'm like, Oh God, like, what am I doing? So it's a really interesting relationship with social media because it's like, it just feels like it shoves the passing of time in your face. And we don't really share small moments on social. And I think that's part of why I do try really hard to share. No, I wouldn't say I share the lows. Let's be honest. None of us share the real, real, real lows. And I don't know if that's what it's for. I don't know if constantly sharing the bad parts of your day is what social media is for. And also, I don't really think that drawing attention to all the bad parts of your day is that great of a thing. However, um, I try to show like the monotony of my day. Sometimes I'm like, here's what I'm eating for dinner. Here's what I'm watching on TV. Here's what I'm reading here. I just took another nap, whatever it is. I think that I do that because 
First of all, that's everyone's life. We all aren't on vacation at these big events, constantly on the go. We aren't living these fabulous lives 24-7. Do some people, and I've been guilty of this in the past, travel and live crazy lives like every weekend? Yeah, it happens sometimes when you're in like a, a zone where everyone's getting married and you're off to big events all the time. But I feel like because we don't highlight any of the normalcy of our days, any of the ins and outs of work, any of just waking up and having to go to the gym and then having to run off and run errands and then all those things, like, I wish we shared that more because think about it. Like, that's the connection that we have with people. Okay. If you looked at your friendships, you're not friends with people because you do the same big extravagant things. You, you're friends with people because you in some ways have similar lives and like would like to run errands with them, would spend a normal home cooked meal with them, would like to go to the gym on a Saturday morning. You know, like you're friends with people because of who you are in your day to day life. You're not friends with people because of who you are when you're on vacation. Guys, that thought just, that was an original thought that just came to me there. And I think it's true. Like, we're friends with people. We love people. Okay. If you're in love, think right now. You're in love with that person because of who they are when they wake up on a random Tuesday. You're not in love with that person because, okay, I hope you're not in love with that person for this reason, but you're not in love with someone because you went on a private jet with them once and you got to post a bunch of photos about it. So, It's such an interesting thing that social media like shoves these big, big moments in our faces and we, we can be like internet friends with people or like follow people mutually. And unless you're having like legit conversations with them and like actually talking about like your feelings and like what's really going on, I just don't know if you really know them. So that's an interesting thing. And I don't know if it's healthy for us to constantly be shown all these people doing amazing things with their lives. And by the way, even if you are someone who has had a big moment in your life in the last couple of years and you've posted about it, you shared it, you've had people comment on it, you've had people excited about it. Even if you're one of those people, like, hello, I had a huge job change last year. I posted about it and I still feel when I see people posting, I still feel somehow far behind or somehow like I'm not doing enough. And I think that's such a bad part of social media is no matter what age you are, no matter what point in your career, no matter what point you like in your life you are, you tend to feel a little wobbly based on everyone else's highlights is what it is. And I know I did the episode about comparison. And so that's not the only thing I'm going to harp on here. Um, But I think social media, this is kind of, this is like if last week's podcast and the comparison podcast had a baby, that's today. Because I think one of the other things that social media has done is both given us a platform for people who look like us, sound like us, live like us. Like you can find people who are just like you now, but I still think at the end of the day, we, we struggle more with our body image because of the posting on Instagram, because of, you know, when you go on a bachelorette trip and everyone's in swimsuits and you know there's going to be photos taken and you know it's going to be posted on social media. Like, if you removed social media from a bachelorette trip, right, took the phones away, no one posted a thing, you would never worry about how you looked. Maybe not never. I mean, if you're still, like, surrounded by a bunch of people that you don't 
necessarily feel like you look the same or as good as or whatever. You might still feel a little weird. But I guarantee you, if we took the social media aspect out, we took phones away, you really wouldn't worry as much about it. And I think over the years and as we get older, and Tinks talks about this a lot, but as we get older, you just become like so much more confident in yourself. And I think over the years, I've felt less and less concerned about what if someone posts a photo of me that I don't love. Um, I mean, I'm literally recording this video right now and I just came back from a hike. My hair looks freaking wild. I don't really have makeup on. I got my face smushed against a chiropractor table earlier. Like, you know, I'm so much more okay with being real with people on social media because I think that's why people follow me, to be honest. I don't think anyone like cares if I'm not perfectly made up every day, but it definitely sets that precedence And especially when you're younger, I think it's just like we all, if you're around my age, we grew up in a time when Instagram was coming up and the very curated photos and the curated content was so curated. It was so loud, like to be like this perfect image on social. And I, and I think as much as that has changed a little bit and there's so much more body positivity online and there's so much more, you don't have to be perfect kind of feelings online. I still don't think what we were taught in those years, like I would say high school, early college, what we were taught was like pose, cool, curated, perfect photos that hasn't gone away completely. So, and like, let's face it. If I take six photos tomorrow and I hate one of them, I'm not going to post the one photo I hate. I'm going to post the two or three that I like the most. And so as much as we can be like, we're so real, we, we keep things so real. We share all of our lives. Like I'm still not posting photos or videos or content of myself that I totally hate. As much as I'm happy to post without makeup, I don't edit my body, like none of that. You have to realize like even without the makeup or the body editing or the super, super curated stuff, it's still in a way a highlight. Um, And I just wish that everyone could see that a little more because I think sometimes we get – we don't even realize we're doing it, but we get caught up in watching other people's lives – through this screen that we forget that they could have had a really, really shitty day too. Even last week, I had a really rough, I had a rough mental week last week and, or yeah, last week. And I probably posted less than I normally do, but I didn't post everything that was going on. And so even if someone who follows me and doesn't know me in real life or doesn't talk to me every day, could have looked at my social media and been like, yeah, she's great. She's happy. She's doing the job she wants. She's putting herself out there. She has this podcast. I cried like four times last week. (laughs) So no, no, way more than that, actually. Um, I am okay now. Thank you. Don't worry about me. But I'm just saying like, even in the moments when maybe I'm being real, still highlight. Here's the thing about social media too, though. There can be good things. Like, I don't want to negate. Is that the right word there? I don't want to. (laughs) My brain, you guys, this is, this is the time change thing. I don't want to discredit the positives of social. I recently had a TikTok. This is so stupid. I, it's so silly, but I had a TikTok that did pretty well. It was talking about uh, my last breakup and kind of the time it took me to heal and how everything kind of ends up. You, you end up coming out of it, right? Like you end up feeling better. You end up realizing that person never really valued you. Um, 
if they never saw what they had, those things. That's what the TikTok was about. It's done pretty well. There are so many comments from other girls being like, oh, I'm on day five. Oh, I'm on month two. Oh gosh, it's been seven months. I'm still going through it. Like so connected with, and there are people who probably needed to see the connection or like needed to feel connected to someone and be able to share their story. Right. And that's kind of why I do this whole podcast. I've talked about it a million times. So like the pro of social media is that I know for a fact, because they have commented on the TikTok, someone out there who I don't know in real life feels less alone because I posted that TikTok. And like, oh, you guys, okay, this is really letting you into my world a little bit. I have been seeing someone loosely and he and his roommate found my TikTok this weekend. And I had a moment of like, should I stop posting things on there? Should I delete videos? Should I, you know, should I filter what he's going to be able to see because they found my TikTok? And then I thought, fuck it. It's who I am and it's helping other people. And I'm not like ashamed of the real pieces of me that I put on social media. But again, hello, I like literally thought about it. Like I literally thought maybe I should stop posting things because what if this guy sees it? And it's like, eh, if if someone's going to be with me, they're probably going to be okay with like me putting my shit out there. Um, wow. That, that was some real oversharing because that is not something a lot of people know about. But anyway, um, there are some pros to social media. I mean, obviously I keep up with friends and family who aren't like here in San Diego because of it. And I love that. And, you know, the finding people who make you feel less alone. I wouldn't know of like my fave influencer Tinks or Remy Bader without social media. And I love them. I wouldn't know some of my friends without social media is actually a really crazy way to think about it. Like Alana Dunn, who was on last week, I wouldn't know her if we didn't connect over Instagram and our podcasts and everything. And she is literally such a good friend. Also, you guys, I'm so excited to shout this from the rooftops. She just got engaged. Again, it's completely disconnected to what I'm saying is I'm like, go look at her Instagram. She has got engaged, but I'm so happy for her. Um, but we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for social media. So there are so many positives. There's so many positives in the connection that we make through these silly little apps on our phones. I like can't believe they've become such a part of our lives and probably how you found me and this show. But, you know, there are pros. I just think that maybe when using social media. And I, I think I'm going to try to use it. I'm trying to consume less media, not less media. I'm still going to like watch TV. I think I'm going to try to consume less social media for the next month, let's say, just to like not feel so controlled by the comparison piece of it. Um, it is a little bit challenging every time I see someone my age or younger getting married, having a baby, having another baby, buying a house, doing things that I just sometimes feel like, gosh, is that going to be a part of my life? I don't know. So I just, I say this all because I just want you to think about your relationship with social media. And if that is what makes you feel bad, figure out how to limit it. Maybe you spend two hours max a day on social media. Because believe me, I am spending probably more than two hours a day because between Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I guess those are the only ones I really use. Um, But still, I think just if you can find ways to limit it, and not, I'm not saying go completely cold turkey because I don't think that's super realistic this day and age if it's realistic for you. 
amazing. But limiting your consumption, especially of people, mm, this is a thing. If there are people who it annoys you to see them posting or you get like uncomfortable or angry when you see their stories pop up, just mute them. If you feel like you can't follow them anymore, just mute them. And um, that helps a lot. I have muted people in the past, truly. Uh, I also believe in like unfollowing people if you... If it's someone that it's not going to have like bad consequences, just unfollow them. Just unfollow them. But yeah, I think limiting like those people that pop up and you're not happy. Okay, think about this. If someone you're following just posted that something happened to them, maybe they got engaged or they bought a house and it kind of annoyed you, that's proof that you like if it would annoy you if that person got engaged or bought a house or whatever the next big step in their life is. That's proof that you should definitely mute them or unfollow them. Just think of it that way. Maybe go through your followers list and and think of every person like that and just unfollow them or mute them. If if it wouldn't bring you like a lot of joy to see that they had this big, exciting thing happen to them. First of all, also maybe look within and find joy, you know, try to like disconnect your own happiness from theirs. But anyway, um, I would just mute or unfollow them. It's, It's not worth it to like put in your face if it's not bringing you happiness. So also I had just written this down in my notes for this episode and I don't know where I was going with this, but I just want to say this because I think it's smart. Social media is not proof of a good life. It is only proof of being able to show off the good parts of life. Guys, should I write a book? (laughs) That's good. Social media isn't proof of a good life. It is only proof of being able to show off the good parts of your life. So if you can look at other people with that um, mindset, like, Like, oh, they still might have struggles or they still might go through things that they don't share, but they show off the great things and that's great for them, then great. Like you probably don't need a break from social media then. But also look at that with yourself because I think we're so, so hard on yourselves. And think about maybe you just like aren't recognizing the own good parts of your life enough and you're only focusing on the good parts of other people's lives and you're not looking in and being like, you know, this is the good things that is happening in my life. Whether or not you post them doesn't matter. Like you don't have to share them with the world, but like even keeping just a running list of like great things that have happened to you. I don't know. It might be a good idea if you're struggling with this. Okay. That I'm just going to end on that. Social media isn't proof of a good life. It is only proof of being able to show off the good parts of life genius, Erica, if I do say so myself. Okay. I'm going to go and get some sleep because this time change is really throwing me off, but I love you guys so much. I appreciate all the feedback I've gotten lately. I feel like I've gotten the kindest messages from all of you and it, I can't, I know it's on social media, which is why this is so funny, but I just, I feel like you make this worth it and you make the TikToks that are completely oversharing and getting responses worth it. And you make just sharing my life with you. So worth it. And you make it less scary for people who I maybe don't want to find this, to find this because I know like at the end of the day, it's what I'm called to do a bit. So I love you all very much. I wish you the happiest rest of your week. And also, um, I don't really want to talk about it in depth, but please tell the people you love that you love them. I lost my grandma last week. She was older. It's okay you know, it's a part of life, but, um, just hug your people and tell them you love them and and don't waste any time with people in real life. 
and not just on your phone. Okay. I love you. Have a good one.